0: HubSpot, the UK's only HubSpot-themed podcast. This is a bi-weekly look at the latest updates from HubSpot, with practical hints and tips directly from the mouths of HubSpot users and partners. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Kerry, PR and Digital Engagement Manager at Karma Digital, and this week we're taking a look into the wide world of chatbots and how to manage them. Here with me to share all of his digital knowledge when it comes to chatbots is Matt Wood, digital strategist here at Carmen Digital. So welcome Matt, it's been a little while since we've had you on so it's nice to have you back. How are you today?
1: I'm very well thanks Kerry. Yeah, um, it's good to be back on, yeah. I know I've, I've not done a, a Podspot episode for a while now and I was kind of feeling a bit left out so uh, yeah, it's, it's good to be back.
0: I know for those who are more recent listeners you used to be uh you used to be the host so you were on these all the time so it's a bit a bit different you not being on for a while
1: yeah yeah I uh, I, I did yeah I used to host it and the one before that if anyone remembers the Jabber from the Hut days you know big up (laughs) the Jabber from the Hut days but um that was a good podcast but uh yeah it's good to be on the other side of the fence yeah
0: Good, good. So uh, so we'll get started. So chatbots then. I'm sure there'll be a few listeners out there that haven't got a clue what a chatbot is or, you know, like me, their knowledge is probably only just scratching the surface in terms of what they can do. So I guess let's start with a bit of an overview of, of what chatbots are.
1: Sure. So a chatbot is essentially an automated program that uses machine learning. It can use AI and it's designed to simulate a conversation on a website with uh, a real person. So there are, I guess, a variety of different reasons why you would use a chatbot on your website or on your app, really. Uh, But I'd say the most common reason why a business would use a chatbot is to automate areas like customer support uh, and service. According to chatbot platform Drift or conversational marketing platform Drift, um, 35% of people now use chatbots to resolve a complaint or problem or for getting a detailed answer. So you can see they're on the rise and more and more people are more comfortable with, with using chatbots on a website. So, I mean, if you think about the service side of things and, and how that would work, so uh, essentially, you know, if you have a help center or a knowledge base on your website full of articles around your products or your, your service offering, you can set up a chatbot that will pull that information from the knowledge base and actually deliver that to users in real time. So you don't actually need an army of customer support people or people that are an army of live chat people ready to go for any sort of query. The, The chat bot can essentially just field all of those queries. It can recognize what people are asking and it can serve up content and articles and help directly to the person without them having to engage with anybody. So, of course... Chatbots are also a great way of generating new leads and qualifying leads as well for the sales team. But I'll talk more about that later on. Um, so, chatbots actually saw a ninety-two percent um, increase um, in use since two thousand nineteen. So wow. it makes it now. Yeah, no, it's a quite. I mean, it's it's a it's a massive channel now. So uh, it makes it sort of the, the the main communication channel on the website with the largest growth. So what does that mean? Well, it means more people want immediate responses from businesses. You know, they don't want to have to um, fill in a form um, or send an email to a support email address and then wait for the, for the service team to get back to them like one or two days later or longer if the company's awful. Um, now people actually want to engage with chatbots because they get answers to the questions instantly um, and they get a much more quicker response time. So that's the, the main pull of chatbots really for, for a business and for a user.
0: Yeah, I mean, while those stats, I guess, speak for themselves, the growth that they've had, and I imagine that will only continue to grow. And yeah, I'm definitely the type of consumer that I will, now I think about it, now that you said 35% of people use chatbots to resolve a problem. I definitely do go to that rather than calling someone up, because it's just so much quicker and more efficient, and actually get to the root of your problem a whole lot quicker. So Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I, I mean, I will pretty much always go for the chatbot or the live chat option on the website now, Because just the response times for most uh, support teams and businesses are so slow on email. It's just, it's infuriating.
0: I've had one of those this week waiting days and days for just a simple automated response. So um, yeah, live chat all the way (laughs) if I can help
1: it. Yeah, definitely.
0: Great. So I guess when it comes to HubSpot specifically, what does the platform offer in terms of chatbots?
1: Okay, sure. So HubSpot has actually had built-in live chat functionality for quite a while now, actually, quite a few years. So um, live chat's always been there. It's fairly intuitive. It's fairly user-friendly. And it's it's quite easy to actually add live chat to your website using HubSpot. So when they brought out chatbots a couple of years ago, they just naturally fit into the same type of functionality that HubSpot have, uh, have already got with their live chat. So uh, they slotted in their chatbot builder pretty much straight into the live chat tool in a certain sense. So the main tool in HubSpot to build out chatbots is called Chat Flows. And you'll find that actually under the the conversations menu in the navigation bar. And live chat and um, conversational bots are actually available free out of the box with HubSpot and the the free CRM. So you can actually start building these for free if you like to on your website. Now, there obviously is some restrictions in functionality. You get the bare minimum. But yeah, you know, you can set up basic chatbots with with free now, which is is so accessible. It's really good for small businesses. Now, Hubspot, when it comes to chat flows and building chatbots out, HubSpot offers some pre-built templates to get you started. So if you want to, you can have a fully pre-built chatbot up and running in, in pretty much no time at all, with you just changing some of the messaging on it. So it's it's actually really easy to get like a lead qualification chatbot up. You know, it'll take you no time at all to get one of those set up. Um, but there are also different templates for things like booking meetings as well, setting up a service bot, or even a, a, type, a concierge type of, uh, of chatbot as well, which will take messages from people where the team are away and uh, give an automated response. And you can even enroll them into automation as well if you, if you wanted to off the back of that. So, uh, yeah, fairly intuitive. Um, the chatbot builder itself in HubSpot is, is quite similar to the workflow automation builder. Um, So if you've used workflows in HubSpot, it'll look really familiar to you. So you shouldn't really have much of an issue with working out how to use it. If you've not used workflows, you've not used a chatbot builder or sort of flow chart node type builder before, then um it might take a bit more time getting used to but it's like most things in hubspot it's fa- it's fairly user friendly to to get up uh, up and running with so you know there are a lot of different actions as well within chatbots that you can make your chatbot do so from collecting data from the user to handing off to an actual, to a real person, depending on what the answer somebody is giving to on the chatbot, to actually, like I said before, enrolling somebody into an additional piece of, of workflow automation somewhere else that might send them another email or might enrol them into lead nurturing or might set, uh, fire off a load of tasks to, to a salesperson or something like that. Um, you know, the, the amount of actions that you have available allow you to to uh, create chatbots for a wide range of different objectives um and marketing and sales objectives um what i i really like about the uh, chatbot builder in hubspot is that you can program your chatbot to recognize certain answers and you can get it to provide a different answer dynamically based on the keywords and key phrases somebody is using so that you know they are highly flexible and highly dynamic as well which is is really cool
0: Yeah, and I guess that kind of dynamic aspect to it just really helps build that personalization. So, um, you know, a user doesn't feel like they're just chatting to a robot or a machine that's, you know, not got much personality to it. It Actually, is something that's a lot more personalized and personable as well when you're speaking to it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, as we know, HubSpot is 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 like at the forefront of personalization and smart content, but you can use personalization in, in the messages you're sending to people through chatbots. So you can pull any uh, any set of data or any data field you want into the, the messages that a chatbot is displaying back so you can display quite personalized data back to people as well um yeah a really simple example of that is um i'm talking really simple here is that if you ask somebody their their, their first name through the chatbot you can then use the personalization token to say uh, to make it more relevant and say like okay matt um, how can i help you know and you can you can start using their name in, in instead of just saying it' being quite generic um so yeah it personalization is key as well when it comes to uh, using these tools
0: yeah and i mean it might seem simple it just referring to you as your name but still that that's quite impressive to people and i guess it just sets a different tone to the conversation so um yeah really interesting feature there but i guess i mean i know you've mentioned you know it's quite similar to the workflow builder and it's really user friendly but I guess there's still an element to creating chatbots that's still quite complex and and a bit technical sometimes. So, is that always the case? Is it still just as complex and technical with HubSpot, or do you find that user friendliness makes it a lot easier when when it comes to developing them with HubSpot? Yeah, I think
1: a few years back now, uh, creating a chatbot was a lot more difficult than it is in 2021, um, you know, in the past, you actually had to code a chatbot to make it do different actions. And, you know, it wasn't as accessible as it is now, you know, chatbot technology uh, and MarTech technology has changed drastically since over five years ago, and it's now easier than ever for anybody to really set a chatbot up. For me, I don't think the complexity actually comes into building the chatbot out and HubSpot. I think, it's, I think the learning curve is actually, it's not too high for you to get used to using it. It's normally is the easier bit. For me, I think the, the complexity actually comes in being able to think logically about how your chatbot should work and what it should do and when and how it should actually interact with people based on their answers and mapping out the user journey. Of, of somebody using your chatbot is actually way more important than the actual build and more difficult than the, the actual build as well. Um, you know, building out a chatbot is a similar process to building out a piece of automation. It's often a lot of trial and error because you never really know the way you've built it, if it's actually going to work or not. Um, and it's, it's often, it often is a lot simpler in your mind than it actually is, it is to build out, you know, like, which is the case in, in pretty much anything. Um, and I'll, I'll come on to this a bit in a bit, probably in the next question, actually. But, um, yeah, the, the actual planning part of it is the most important bit when it, when it comes to it and the most complex bit as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, you took the words out of my mouth. That was my next question. So, um, yeah, you mentioned there kind of mapping out the user journey and, you know, that planning. So for those that are probably at the beginning of the process when it comes to chatbots, I guess, can you take us back to, to the start and where you would start with creating a new chatbot for your
1: website? okay sure like any program when you for anything any bit of automation anything that's automated the first port of call when creating a chatbot is the mapping and planning stage so like i just said um and you know if you listen back to i think i did a podcast on workflows uh i seem to remember that could be the last one i did um you did yeah 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 cool i remember
0: it was a good one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, um, I, I said the, I would have said the exact same thing, um, that the, the mapping and planning stage is the most important bit. Um, so if you go straight into the build without really doing any thinking or planning beforehand, it's, it's pretty much a surefire way to make the process 10 times longer. So I would say before planning, Go into, actually go into the system. This is what a lot of people don't do. Is as you go into the system, look at some of the templates that already exist and, and actually see and visualize how they how they work, how HubSpot see a very simple chatbot and chat flow working, um, and have a look at the all the different actions that um, you actually have available to use, all the different automated actions, because that will give you a deeper understanding of exactly what is and isn't possible. Now, some actions you will and won't have because you will not more functionality on obviously the sort of pro and enterprise level areas of HubSpot, but you'll you'll still have a decent bit of functionality even if you're on the free or starter ones as well. So go in there and have a look and get used to what you you can and can't do, because that'll help you thinking around putting your first chatbot together. Um, when you're when you're coming to build and thinking about objectives of your for your chatbot, only build it around one objective. Um you know, if you try and build a chatbot that is trying to do multiple things all in one program, then same thing as happens in automation. It becomes too complex, and it becomes a bit of a nightmare to to manage further down the line. If you have, if you if you've got a, a chatbot that's really complex and it's it's there's nodes sort of all over the place, and you know there's a there's something not working properly in one of the nodes, but you've got hundreds of actions and different nodes all over the place. It, it's just a nightmare to try and uh, to try and sort out and manage so try and keep things uh, as simple as possible i'd say um build out your first version of your chatbot on a flow diagram or a piece of paper first and validate your thinking get multiple people to check it over first you know before you go into the build and just remember you can actually build your bot up as you go it's not crucial to get the the all singing all dancing chatbot program out all in one go you know, build out the core program of what you what the objective you want it to complete and the, you know the basic actions. Test it out, see if it actually works. You don't know if people are actually going to engage with it or not first. So build out the sort of core program and then just build as you go. So you know, start to improve it, you know, week by week, week, month by month. Um like I said earlier, even when you plan your bot, there will be some trial and error to get it running smoothly. and there'll always be something that doesn't quite work properly, you've got to change. So Just take it one step at a time.
0: Yeah, great advice there. And I guess, I mean, it's probably just my naivety or lack of knowledge when it comes to chatbots. But it's definitely surprising that, you know, you really need to plan out the process properly and think about that user journey. Because I imagine a lot of people just think, oh, do you know what? It would be nice if we had a a chatbot added on our homepage. Let's just quickly add one. And there's not a whole lot of thought or pre-planning that goes into it. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that you really stress the importance of that step.
1: Yeah yeah definitely I mean if you don't have an objective in mind either if you just go with the mentality of we need to get one up on the website because it's the thing to do now and it makes us look modern then um, <laughs> you know you're gonna you fall foul of it not working or actually negatively impacting the experience someone has on your website if it doesn't work properly and there's nothing worse than going on a chat bot, typing something in and it doesn't recognize what you're saying or it just doesn't work at all and it can just you know if you're in you know, a tech or a digital business, yeah. and you know your tech doesn't work properly, then you know you're going to you're going to um, fall foul of uh, you know and your, your reputation's going to be destroyed
0: yeah it's, it's cardinal sin number one that isn't it just if you're a tech company your text god to work uh,
1: yeah and you'd be surprised how many tech companies it happens to you know the amount of websites I go on it's like oh this doesn't work that doesn't work yeah yeah all the time
0: I think after this podcast I'm just going to double check on our website that our chatbot's okay
1: <laughs> yeah I think I, I might have had a hand in building it as well so yeah definitely double check it <laughs> oh, don't say that
0: <laughs> um no I can confirm for those listening our chatbot is a <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I guess you briefly touched on that—that that a common reason why uh, you know businesses might want to integrate chatbots is to automate their customer support. So, I guess why might a business choose to go down the chatbot's route? What are kind of the the benefits or the different uses for chatbots on a website?
1: Yeah sure so yeah you know like i said before service and you know customer service is, is at the moment the main use for chatbots for businesses um i think for hubspot hubspot's service hub definitely enhances chatbots a lot more uh, for the service objective so um, you know what you can do on, on HubSpot. You you, you have um, this really cool feature called Knowledge Base, where you can, you can you know is is essentially a repository of all different help articles for your you know your product or your your service. Um, and yeah, it's all sort of it's like a library. People can search through it. It's it's actually a really cool um, piece of functionality. Now, what you can do, you can build a chatbot to recognize you know phrases and keywords people are searching for when they need help, and the chatbot will pull that the relevant help article out um in a knowledge base for that query it's really slick the way it works and it looks really professional um, and i think for a lot of companies what they're trying to do now is trying to stop people getting in touch with their with actual people because a lot of uh companies are getting overwhelmed their service teams are getting overwhelmed and people do not like to be held in queues at all so um this is chatbots and automation is where is what come in here to actually help and alleviate that issue so, um, but you know what what a chatbot can do on the service side. If, if for some reason it can't find an answer in the knowledge base, then it can it can automatically hand off to a real person. So you don't have to cut real people, actual people, out of the process. You just have a chatbot as a sort of maybe a screening tool first to just alleviate some of the uh, the, the volume that can come in uh, for for customer support queries. Um, you know, and like I said earlier on, another use case for chatbots is lead generation and, and qualification to a certain extent as well. So what you can do, you can, you can set your chatbot to ask certain questions to the user, you know, like um, company size, what's your company size, what's, what industry are you in? what's your annual revenue, um, you know, or you can even for B2C, you know, you can use it like what's your, uh, you know, what's your trainer size, what colors do you like, um, et cetera. So you can start to gather some data initially um, uh, and start to gather that into HubSpot. So further down the line, uh, a salesperson has that information ready to go when they actually need to make the call to them. Um, you can also take that a bit further with the chatbot as well. So if, If the customers are matched, you know, they've ticked a load of boxes um, the demographic information all matches up, then you can have your bot book a meeting with a salesperson automatically, Um, or you can even, again, hand off to a salesperson over live chat so they can take the chat further after that. So I think from the user perspective, it makes the whole process of making an inquiry or getting in touch about a product or service a lot slicker, easier to do than, you know, filling out a form or sending an email off. It's just, it's a lot more user-friendly and it's a lot it's a lot better user experience. Um, you can, you know, there's some use cases as well where you can you can use chatbots to to offer a piece of content and use it as a sort of content download mechanism as well to capture email address and phone number. So you can use it in quite a variety of different creative ways.
0: Nice, yeah, those are some really great ideas, and I guess a different way for businesses to think about how they distribute their content or how they capture data. And I mean, the first thing I thought of as well when you were mentioning that lead generation and qualification portion of that, that answer and you were talking about, you know, asking about, you know, industry or whatever, that can also then feed into your marketing t- marketing team and help to produce really targeted email marketing campaigns. So I guess, you know, the added benefits that these chatbots have um, can be really vast depending on, you know, what kind of things you need to use that data for within your own business.
1: Yeah, and that, that kind of sums up HubSpot for you as well, really. It's like if you have everything, sales, service and marketing all connected together, then they're all feeding off you know the one unified data source where you know everybody can marketing sales can just jump in and, and use that data to further personalize communication so I mean I'm sure we've covered we've probably covered that multiple times and how great HubSpot is yeah. when you're, you're using it properly um, <laughs> podcast. so I won't go too in depth into that but you are right yeah it's, it is great
0: <laughs> yeah well, that old sales and marketing alignment is just always banging on about that but it is so true <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I guess let's talk about maybe the negative because chatbots can sometimes get some negative feedback, especially when the user knows they aren't talking to a real person. You know, you can add lots of personalization, but sometimes, you know, it is just blatantly obvious that you're not speaking to an individual on the other side. So I guess what are some best practices you would suggest when building out a chatbot on HubSpot?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's always there's always the negative side of it. And it's, it's actually um, a really easy way to combat that. And it's actually transparency. So you know, make it actually make it obvious that the user is actually talking to a bot instead of you trying to pass off that the bot is actually a real person. Um, I just don't think, I, I just don't think you need to pretend that your bot is is a real person. You know, I think people know if they're speaking to a bot now. They've been around for that long, um, and I don't think people really have much of an issue with speaking directly to a bot if they know it's obviously a bot and they're going to get a resolution from that bot as well. Yeah, I think I think yeah, the, the issue does arise when businesses try and make the bots seem as complex and as human-like as possible. You know, I'm sure, Kerry, you've been on a website before, and you know, you've been on a, like a live chat, thinking you're talking to a real person, and it's actually a bot. Um, you know and some companies go so far you know trying to trick you that you are actually speaking to a real person
0: yeah uh, sometimes they're just they speak in such full sentences that you're like nobody speaks like this anymore just talk to me like you know in just a, a more low-key chatty way because when when People speak so eloquently. I just automatically think, uh, I don't, no offense to people that speak like that. But, you know, sometimes I just think, yeah, it's just a bit too formal and it feels just too much like a bot. So yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you there. I just prefer for them to say, you know, you're talking to a bot because I've gone on live chat for a reason because I want a quick resolution. I'm not necessarily bothered about it being an, a human on the other side. So that transparency, yeah, I, I definitely think that's a great point.
1: Yeah, and you you mentioned about being as conversational as possible there, and it, it is all about being conversational. You know, maybe you're simulating human conversation here, so best practice would be to make your bot's responses human, but also add some character in there as well. You know, give the bot a bit of a personality. Nobody wants to, nobody wants, to, even though somebody knows they're speaking to a bot, they don't want to just be speaking to a computer. You know, so when you're when you're creating your messaging, try and give it a bit of a personality. I think, and it just. It becomes across as much more engaging um, than you know just having you know very one-line um what's the word? Um monosyllabic. I think that's is that the is that the right oh, word? Oh
0: wow. well, I I can't say I've ever heard that word, Matt. So you're gonna have to help me out with that one.
1: Apologies <laughs> if if that isn't the right set, I've made a word up, but I think you'll <laughs> you, you <laughs> probably grasp what I mean. So, you know, when it's it's just very Robotic, okay. <laughs> so, you know, basically at the end of the day, the best practices, I think, are keep it as simple as possible. Don't make it overly complex where the user's going to end up um, getting overwhelmed with the the options they've got or, you know, getting overwhelmed because the bot isn't responding. And, you know, it's a, it's a really quick way Making something too complex, like a chatbot, is a really quick way for the user to rage click. And that's really, <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want that happening. Um, keyboard
0: warriors. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Someone smashing their keyboard against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so give the user a really clear way to get the information they need, and then give them a clear way to leave if they want to as well. Don't keep them locked into a conversation. Uh, yeah, I think that's sort of best practice, really.
0: Yeah, great. I think there's some really great points there, and um, I guess to finish, let's look to the future. So, what do you think the future holds for chatbots, and where do you see that type of technology going? Do you see where we are now with them as just the start?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I think we're still in we're still in fairly early days with with chatbots. I think you know, especially they're, they're being used more and more now because of how accessible the, the technology is compared to how it was a few years ago. So um yeah more you'll see more and more Bit i mean you, you see this already when you go into pretty much any sort of big consumer type website most of them have some sort of either live chat or, or a chat bot um, on them now so you know they're a lot more accessible and exp- especially for smaller medium sized businesses as well you know it, you, you don't have to be a big sort of enterprise level business to to be able to afford to have a chat bot on your website or to have the expertise to do it you know with tools like hubspot you can pretty much you know anybody can really go and add a chat box to their website and live chat if they wanted to i think in the future and um, you know if, we th- if we're thinking about maybe like the next five or ten years you know i think we'll increasingly like anything we'll see you know ai become more powerful and it, it'll allow probably even more human interaction and decision making without. You know, the, the, you actually having to build that in, I think that the, the technology and software would just become a lot more AI driven itself. And it will require probably less input for you, um, for, for the actual builder at the moment to put in. I think um, it'll be a lot more slicker and the AI will, will control a lot more. Bits of a chatbot. I could be completely wrong, though. I'm just saying that it sounds good, doesn't it? AI. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. And <laughs> I, eventually, and this is this is maybe thrown out there, but um, I mean, I've been saying this for quite a while now. But um, I, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of forms on a website, but I think um, eventually conversational bots will replace things like forms and other contact methods on websites, um, and they won't just be that little widget that you have in the sort of bottom right of the screen where it's open access you know any sort of communication method if you want to talk to a business will be you know it will be a conversation sort of a conversational box you know if you if you picture a contact page at the moment it's normally you know it's got a form on it and it's got some maybe details on address or offices or something like that maybe a map on it i think in the future you know you'll see like maybe a a winter chat window or something like that that you can you know, you can just talk to a bot and get the information and get in touch like that. I said, and to a certain extent, you can do that now. If you want to? You can embed mm. like you know, chat bots and sort of chat type forms onto websites already. So it's already here. But I think it'll be, I think the death of the form, will potentially, <laughs> I hope the death of the form will come. Yeah, yeah, because that—that
0: was going to be my question. Uh, why you dislike forms is clearly very strongly, Matt. Um, and is it because you know you think? chatbots just offer that more conversational type tone to them
1: yeah i mean a form at the end of the day is, is very static isn't it it's and some of them are, you know, really long ones. People just don't really, you know, I see a form and I'm kind of like, oh god, I've got to fill that out now if I want to get, you know, get in touch. And you've got to, think, I've got, there's a, another, i absolutely hate going to a website and having a message box at the bottom that you've got to type your inquiry in, and, yeah. and it's just, you know, you've got to explain it, um you know, in in sort of text on the message box, and it's just, I think it's a bit of a laborious way of. Having to get in contact with a with a business now, and um, I think bots will go a long way. And the way they work, and like a bot type form instead, will will actually um, will is is a lot more engaging as a process to get in touch with the business. Um, of course, yeah, I could be wrong. You know, people might absolutely still love forms. Ten years time, there might be more forms out there. You never know. Not if you've got uh, anything to do with it. <laughs> no, I'm campaigning against them definitely. Um, but finally, my I think the last point is that it is integration with other software and different platforms. Now we already know that HubSpot is uh, a, like an open API platform. And um, I think, uh, you know, chatbots will be able to tap into lots of different other softwares eventually. So, um, you know, chatbots could serve information from different systems in within the like, HubSpot chatbot window, for example, in, in the chat window. So it can pull information from different places. It can send people off, two different systems it can update things and other other software as well i think that integration piece will will become stronger as well with chatbots um which we're, again we're already we're already starting to see that that you can you know you can already integrate other chatbot softwares into hubspot if you want and vice versa so um yeah it's we're only really scratching the surface of integrations at the moment and what you would be able to do
0: Awesome. Thank you, Matt. So uh, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. And I'm sure our listeners will be busy adopting your chatbot insight and begin building them on their own website. So thanks again for joining me today, Matt.
1: No, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on Podspot again, Kerry
0: you're welcome always great to have you on I'm sure you'll be back in no time so uh so thank you so much for listening if you did enjoy this episode then please share it with your friends and colleagues and let us know your thoughts on social media you can tag us at Carmen Digital or if you're loving the podcast then go ahead and let the people know leave us a podcast review if you want to make sure you never miss an episode you can subscribe by heading to bit.ly forward slash podspot podcast and I'll see you next time thanks for listening